0: My guy, girl, you would not believe what my boyfriend bought me. Tickets to the game. We going to the game. We sit in close. Cool we sit in close. Cool right
1: behind the bar. Bo- Wait. The nosebleeds. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, everybody. This is another episode of uh, From the Nosebleeds. Obviously, it's your boy, Joe, I like money up, and I got my up, other day. host I with me, um, live Corey's live in, live in live the live building. It was good. Hey, this track go hard, man. I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> it got, caught me off guard. I was like jamming for a little bit.
0: <laughs> man, I still haven't gotten tired of this.
1: Oh, of bro, boy. Talk about
0: the track. Talk about that video, though. That video goes crazy.
1: Man. Man, very creative, man, very creative. <laughs> I mean, he's keep getting, he keeps getting better, man. Shout yeah. Out to, shout out to Mo, for, yeah. You know shout. these um these hot tracks, always jumping in, jumping in. Yeah, let's get it started. Let's yeah. get it popping. Sure. Um, obviously, NFL is on and popping. Week one is in the books. We got it. Um. Signed, sealed, and delivered. The first topic we're going to talk about is the week one power rankings, and everyone's power rankings, and see you know who you think is your top five, and then we'll go from there. Cool. Uh,
0: so for me, I'm a, I'm actually starting from a tin op and uh, okay. it's, it's crazy because uh, I hear so much talk, and it's crazy, and I'm actually I'm a part of the problem too because I agree, but it's, <laughs> it's so crazy how. Even though Tom Brady won the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. even though the Bucs brought back all 22 starters, yes, most people still got the Chiefs as number one on their, on their <laughs> list.
1: And like yeah. I said,
0: I'm, I'm part of the yeah. problem too. I, I got yeah. the Chiefs as number one. I really do. Uh, I mean, that man Patrick Mahomes is just – it's hard to count against him. Like, Even though he didn't win the chip last year, he came up short. Like, Just seeing what he can do. And seeing that he's another year older, another year wiser, another year better, I just – I got to put the Chiefs as number one. Uh, so that's that's number one for me.
1: Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, got to. Got to. Uh, of course, close number two, got to give it to Tampa Bay. Got to give it to TB12, Tampa Bay. You know what it is. So uh <laughs> <Tampa Bay>. <laughs> <laughs> They put up a great performance last week, a great performance. It was excellent yeah, T V. Uh I agree. I usually, I expect that first game of the year to be a little sloppy. Um, and they, you know, first quarter, it was a little loose, you know, uh, and everybody not quite in sync. But the way that game ended, man, that was awesome to be one of the first games of the year. That was an awesome ending, awesome little classic Tom Brady comeback uh, yeah. in the clutch, two-minute drill, four-quarter. Um, that's what we love to see. So Tampa Bay is definitely my number two. Uh, number three it's tough. They're number three for now, although I don't believe that they'll stay there for very long. Mm. But based on their week one performance, my number three team is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, no, I am okay. not—I am not a Kyler Murray believer at all.
1: Uh, You're not, a, not all right. a Kyler
0: Not a Kyler believer. <laughs> I'm
1: me, not. I'm not. Let me not. Let me. All right. I'll let you finish. I mean, Go ahead. <laughs> you can pitch in if you want to,
0: but to me, it's just. He's a hot right now type of guy. He's the Flavor of the Week. What? Is, the Flavor of the Week. Flavor, flavor of the Week? week? Yes, yeah, that's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. He's Bro, a trending topic. That's all it is. It's so a trending topic. <laughs> to leave. me, he, he's, he's not here for the long haul.
1: Hold on. Hold on. What you mean by that? Like, please, please, ana- please explain what you mean by not here for the long haul. I don't get it.
0: He's hot right now,
1: but do okay. I see Kyler Murray
0: still be in the d- discussion, the topic of discussion a year or two from now? No, I honestly don't. I think he's, he's hot right now because the NFL still hasn't figured him out because uh, he's got the speed. But do I see his skills growing? Do I see him becoming much better than he is now, you know, taking his team all the way to the Super Bowl or even to the conference championship game anytime soon? I, I honestly don't. I think what we're seeing right now is, is the best that he can be. And I don't see him taking another step up.
1: Another step. Hmm. Okay.
0: I don't. I just don't. I don't. But number three for this week. So Go I ahead. give it to him. I give it to him. He's okay. Arizona number three. They had an awesome performance, especially against the Titans, too. I think a lot of us expected to be a problem this year. Uh, yes. They look, they look like a, They got a problem. They <laughs> they aren't a the problem. They got a problem right now. Correct. So Uh, but moving on. Uh, yes. number four, as I scroll down my list right here, uh, number four, based on last week's performance, even with a loss, I know it might sound a little crazy, but number four, I actually got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, interesting. I know, I know it is interesting, especially from a team that took an L, but the way they came out first game of the season, uh, Dak looked like he has not lost a step. Uh, the man picked up right where he left off last season, uh, throwing bombs, throwing bullets up and down the field um and it's crazy because he really didn't even run the whole game Uh, so the fact that he performed as well as he did without using his feet as a threat uh i think the cowboys could potentially be a problem uh but i am worried about all these injuries that keep popping up for their team especially on the defensive side of the ball so uh number four for now uh but where they go in the near future that's, that's kind of to be to be determined okay uh and for my last pick number five uh, surprisingly, it's another team that took a L, L, uh, but I perceive them turning it around in the near future. Uh, I give that to the Cleveland Browns.
1: Uh, mm, okay.
0: They lost to the Chiefs. I mean, you can't blame them. Uh,
1: Understandable.
0: 30 teams in the NFL would most likely lose to the Chiefs right now, so it is what it is, but uh, very proud of their performance. Uh, man, I think they look good on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they held Kansas City down, you know, the entire game. Kansas City never held a lead until that game winning touchdown at the end or that, that game yeah. uh, play. So um, yeah, man, I give it to Cleveland Browns. I love the way the offense is going. Uh, Baker Mayfield continues to get a little bit better every year. Um, so yeah, I foresee Cleveland going a, a long ways this season and they're going to round out my top five power rankings after week one. Huh
1: huh. huh. Okay. Um, yes, I like those. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Two out of three are losers, but okay. Yeah. one. Uh, it's week one. I, I, I try mean, to keep I, it I, spicy. I, I totally I totally understand why you said that. Mm-hmm. Um I I do have something to say about um Arizona, but I'm gonna leave that for my top five. Okay, we gonna start. we're gonna start with <laughs> number five. I'm gonna go from the, you know, bottom to the top. Okay. So Number five, I'm going to go to the Los Angeles Rams, right? Mm, Okay. Um, I think they had a very impressive performance. Um, I like what I saw with Matthew Stafford. And um, their offense looked pretty electric. Um, And so did their defense, obviously. like I think people keep saying that Pittsburgh has the best defense in the league and all this stuff, but... I mean, according to Madden, 22, like, they have 299 rating, all, right, rating, <laughs> you know, pro bowlers on their defense. And Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Shout out Jalen. Shout and, out Jalen. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know what I'm saying? Let's not forget that who these guys are and that these are no players to, you know, mess with. And they shut down. Um, the team they played last week, Mm -hmm. and um, and that was a very impressive win. So they have a really good defense and a really good offense with Matthew Stafford. It just looks controlled. Everything just looked in sync. So Mm -hmm. that's why I say what I say about them. Okay. Um, And I see them possibly staying in that spot, maybe moving up, depending on how week um, two goes. But, you know, they beat Chicago, so – it wasn't like something to really go crazy about, but I'm just saying I like the way they did it.
0: I did too. I did too. I agree. With you. that was a warm up <laughs> game to me. Uh, but I agree with you. They look good, they look good <laughs> for, in a warm up game.
1: For sure. For sure. I got. I got to see. I got to see them against somebody, and then I'll make a, a very good. That's why I got them at number five. Mm-hmm. And then I got to see if I'm gonna, you know, alter that. But obviously, we'll see. Um, number four, I'm gonna go with uh Seattle, mm. um, Seattle Russ. Seahawks. Russ. Um, they every year, bro, I feel like they just never get the respect due. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they always got something to say about Russell, they always got something to say about the defense, they always got something to say, and they just like kill teams sometimes like <laughs> like what they did <laughs> against um the Titans yeah the Titans mm-hmm. man I didn't expect that and Titans has a good defense yeah they do. so they do. for them to just kind of embarrass the Titans was very like eye opening because I'm like okay I'm thinking it's going to be at least a close game mm-hmm. everyone's saying it's going to be close and they win by, like, what, plus 20?
0: Uh, and,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like, huh, hmm. Um, yeah, and it's like every year it's the same script for the Seattle Seahawks. And it's just like, oh, well, well all these different questions. And I feel like they get the respect due. And mm-hmm. that was a very strong week one win. Like, that wasn't no warm-up game like the Rams. So that's why I give it to them for number four um for number three um I am gonna go with the Cardinals okay so I'm gonna go with the Cardinals because I think they're scary right now mm, scary. Um, okay. I think the they low-key have a lot of good weapons that People just kind of discredit, right? Mm-hmm. They have your boy that you've drafted for five straight years in the early years of our fantasy draft, AJ Green. <laughs> Let's not forget about him, right? He's he, forgettable. He. <laughs> he forgettable. <laughs> nah, man. Adding him, <clears throat> adding Rondell Moore. Okay. Adding and having Christian Kirk still, let's please not forget about Christian Kirk. Okay. Like, he is a solid, a solid RB, uh, not RB, uh, wide receiver too. Okay. There, that's already established, already knows, um, the system there in, in Arizona. Um, and they have a lot of weapons, bro. Like, adding James Conner for the run game, keeping Chase Edmonds afloat, um, and that, whatever you want to say, AJ Cream, AJ Green mm-hmm. takes the attention off of D Hop, will to take the attention off of D Hop and Rondell Moore. That's why he took off Sunday. Okay. For the longest, he couldn't, he they couldn't, they couldn't find a person to take the attention off D Hop because I mean they didn't have that threat. Like, I mean, they Christian Kirk wasn't that big and they didn't have a big long wideout to, like, besides D-Hop that was on um on the opposite ends of the field. So it was just like, okay, obviously you're going to throw out to your biggest wideout, mm-hmm. so let's double-team him. Granted, he still did what he had to do and still took off, but having A.J. Green just there at 6'4", and uh, it doesn't even have to be a threat, but him just being there creates the opportunity for D-Hop to take off and with Kyler Murray, and, and for one, <laughs> let's get this straight. Kyler Murray is going to be a future MVP, right, in my eyes. He is eventually going to be a future MVP. If you look at his stats from every year moving forward, right, mm-hmm. even the game he played last week, those are, those are stats that are eventually – he's getting better every year, and he reminds me, Right, for to to his height, to his gameplay, to where he throws the ball, to his his football IQ, Mm -hmm. everything, even his team. So he reminds me of a Russell Russell Wilson. It's always a tongue twister Um, (laughs) comparison, and I don't see how he's gonna digress, especially with the weapons that he has now, and a lot of them are young. And a lot of them are going to be there for a while. Mm -hmm. He has the potential to be, you know, a threat in the playoffs. And after he gets, you know, that experience under his belt, somebody to reckon with, bro. Like, Kyler Murray is that real deal. He showed it last year. And I didn't think when his first year, I didn't think he was that good. But then Mm -hmm. the second year he came back and I was like, oh, shoot. Forty five hundred yards, throwing, passing, uh, plus thirty touchdowns, uh, plus ten rushing touchdowns,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh almost rushing for a thousand yards. I think he rushed for like six hundred yards. Like, that's that's not garbage to me. And if you keep that consistent, man, um you have some uh potential MVPs in your in your future. So that's my take on um Kyler Murray. I just had to say that piece. Okay, okay. Um that was three, right? Okay, two, two, two. Yep. Um I'm going to go with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um I would say Kansas City is who they are, right? I mean, they've been pretty dominant for the past few years past four or five years and have the same squad for the first for the past five years and yeah it hasn't really changed um and um that win that they did was was impressive it was impressive comeback um cleveland impressed me a lot i mean that game was that game was actually kind of exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, that was a great game, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, like that was that was something like, man, like even though I had them, <laughs> some money because I was trying to win by the spread, but <laughs> uh, it I just was covered. Yeah, man, <laughs> no, nah, bro, I had them winning by five. <laughs> they won by four. This <laughs> me off.
0: So I'm oh like, boy,
1: yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, um I'm like, let's kick a field goal, or something anyways. <laughs> uh but it was all good. I mean, yeah, I didn't expect that. Obviously I knew the defense was gonna get better with Javidon County and um mm-hmm. you know Miles Garrett at the um at the defensive ends. Like those those two monsters coming at you, obviously I knew there was gonna have some some trouble. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad um I'm glad they did win, but that, that, that definitely impressed me a little bit. Um so I see them staying in that ranking just because like I don't see them changing anytime soon unless, you know, they don't become healthy for whatever reason and injuries um take a part of that. yeah. Um so number one it's not obvious, but it is kind of. It's Tampa if, they know, Bay. if they know you, it's obvious. <laughs> it's Tampa Bay for me. Um, it's the Tampa Bay for me. Uh, anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this this team is just, man. I was talking to somebody the other day. They was like, it's a cheat code. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, they just signed everybody and everyone took a pay cut and wanted to play with Tom Brady. Like, it's not a cheat code. Like, it's just good management. You know what I'm saying? And and everybody working together for the same goal. Maybe if not everyone on your team wanted to get paid, then, you know what I'm saying, you'll win some more ships. But that's another lesson for another day. I, I will say, <laughs> I,
0: I actually, I agree with you on that point. Like, it, it's really not. Because regardless of the stars you have around them, Tom Brady is still the key to the show. You know what I mean? You look at and it's Tennessee, still the less paid. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you look at the Tennessee Titans, you can argue they got a better surrounding cast when it comes to running back and receivers. Yeah. But look at where they <laughs> how they finished up last week. You know what I mean? So uh, the, the missing piece, they don't have Tom Brady as a quarterback. So I, I I most definitely agree with that. It's not a cheat code. I mean, they just got the GOAT for their quarterback, regardless of the surrounding. around him. He can do it with scrubs. He proved that in, in – uh, in, uh, New
1: England. Exactly. He's made players who they are. Yes, made players nice. get big contracts. That's Besides, Rand- Besides Randy Moss, he's made players. This man is never, <laughs> yeah.
0: other than Randy, he's never played with a superstar. It's ridiculous. Ever.
1: Ever. And I'm just like, bro. Well,
0: Gronk. I give you Gronk. But he made Gronk. So. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He made right. Gronk. So right.
1: he made Edelman who he is. Edelman had to retire. Like, yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back in a year. Trying to play with Tom. Because <laughs> he's had his best year with Tom. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. So, it's just like, man, like, come on. Now. Like, let's put more respect on my guy's name. And um, it was a nail-biter, though. Like, Dallas was very impressive. Dallas was very impressive. They have a very good offense. Dak showed no signs of that injury um, mm-hmm. lingering him. And um, – I like what I saw, Dallas. Not gonna lie. So, cause I thought they was really gonna win after a while, but yeah. I, I looked in Tom Brady's eyes and I said, "No, they're not gonna win." <laughs> I, I I looked in the I I looked in his eyes and I had to see like, all right, like you left way too much time on the clock. Like, come on, bro. Like, Tom Brady's like the two minute drill killer.
0: Bro, we've seen that show. That's like the fucking Fast and Furious. We've seen this over <laughs> and over and o- over. You know how again. this ends. Trust me, you know how this
1: ends. i <laughs> saying like, you know y'all just lost, right? Like, hey, y'all left a minute and 30 seconds on the clock. You must know, have like a whole quarter. That's a whole quarter. I said, wow. I looked in his eyes. He said, all right, bet. And that's that what he said. <laughs> I like, didn't have to say nothing. Nothing so went down there, easy and just like field goal, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It's easy. Oh boy, um, but yeah, man, that's that's my top, my top five, and I don't see that changing anytime soon with the number one spot. But you know, we'll see, we'll see. There's gonna be some teams that are going to show and improve this week and need some big wins. Definitely need some big wins. Um, but yeah, man. So as we switch over to the next topic, who are the top performers in fantasy for you? You got top five or any bust you want to mention?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I love this topic. I'm, I'm so glad I've been waiting all day to talk about fantasy to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna just let the world know, you know, week one, it's only week one, so I'm not going to go too crazy. But <laughs>
1: It is only week one.
0: <laughs> your boy's starting off on the right foot. I'm going to say that. Uh, 1-0 and with my squad. Very pleased. Uh, yep. And my squad. Great job, even... by
1: the way. I uh, appreciate
0: that. I appreciate that. You didn't have to say that, but I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, my squad kind of underperformed a bit, but I am proud of a couple select players, uh, not just on my squad, but just in the fantasy world in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, number one, it, it may seem obvious to most people, but uh, Christian McCaffrey and – to me, mm-hmm. it's not so obvious uh, just because coming off of such a major injury, uh, missing yeah. the entire season, you just don't know how someone's going to come back. I mean, you look at Saquon. Yeah. Uh, Saquon had almost an identical situation and had the exact opposite performance. Uh, so for Christian to, to come back the way he did and regain his spot like nothing ever happened, like the man never left um, as the yeah. number one running back in the game, that was, just, that was extremely impressive to me. So uh, McCaffrey's got to be number one on my list for sure uh number two we just finished talking about this man but uh, patty mahomes i mean he's he's got to be uh number two on my list i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: people say every year when it comes to draft strategy like don't draft a quarterback early don't draft, well, just wait on the quarterback wait on the quarterback because you can Correct. get a value later in the draft that's true yeah but you patrick mahomes is a sure thing
1: <laughs> it is a sure thing <laughs>
0: in fantasy football it's a, it's a sure 30 it's a sure 30 every single game. In fantasy football, there's not many sure things at all. It's a lot of luck involved. It's a lot of chance, a lot of randomness. But Patrick yep. Mahomes is one of the very few consistencies and the few constants you can count on week to week. Uh, so, Patty Mahomes is definitely going to be my, my number two. And that was against a pretty decent Cleveland Brown defense, by the way.
1: Correct, correct.
0: Uh, number three on my list. I want to go wide receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really expecting the big game out of Devontae Adams. I was extremely disappointed by Devonte yeah. and um, Devonte and Aaron Rodgers. That was a, a pathetic performance, but that, that's very pathetic.
1: For, very pathetic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh But man, let's give it up for your boy a b antonio brown <laughs> uh, turn turned the clock back uh man yes watched, sir watching them work that took me back to like the brady and edelman days like that was yeah. that was fun to watch um yeah. man the connection they have on the field and then uh, if you listen to the commentators they talk so much about like their friendship off the field and to me that's that's hilarious because it's like i just would not picture them two <laughs> Being cool like that. Like it's the yeah. most opposite type of dudes in the world. And somehow they, they click like that. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing to watch.
1: But Tom Brady loves A B though. He does. Like, he does. Like like he real like it's not it's like genuine love. Like this man let him stay in his house till he found a place. Mm,
0: that's, first of all, I hope everyone's <laughs> aware. <well>. Tom Brady <laughs> is married to a supermodel.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) The highest paid model in the world.
1: Yes, currently. You
0: you think I'm going to let another
1: man sleep in my house with my wife? Especially another man named A.B., Anthony Brown, uh, Antonio Brown. Who's been to to jail for abusing
0: women, by the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Let's not not get it twisted. (laughs)
0: Are you going to let him sleep under your roof? Bro, that's yeah, love right man. there. That is a special that's, kind that's of love. love. You got to love. Like, I
1: don't give a damn. Who you are, you stay with me, bro. Like, that's a special kind of love. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. man. Uh, but anywho,
0: who, uh, moving on to number four. Uh, I'm going to be a little, a little selfish with this one. Uh, and he wasn't even the top-ranking uh, player in his position. But mm-hmm. I, I love what I saw, and I love the potential. Uh, Darren Waller. And mm-hmm. I'm being a little biased because I do have him on my squad. Yes, I do. I <laughs> you do
1: have him. On squad. Yes, you do. <laughs> and he
0: didn't finish as the top tight end this week. He he fell number two behind Travis Kelsey. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if you watched the game, but Derek Carr literally saw no one else on the field. Nope. No one else on the. I I, I don't even know if there was anybody else. I field. think
1: I, I think he had the most targets. He had the most targets, man.
0: Every single play was thrown to Waller. I don't care if he was covered by five people. He was still yep. throwing the Waller.
1: He was throwing the Waller, yep.
0: <laughs> And one big thing about fantasy, for those who aren't familiar, or those who are just looking to get better, it's not necessarily always about the points you put up. It's about opportunity. Um, right. When you talk about opportunity, you talk about targets. Uh, that connection between Waller and Carr is something serious. Uh, that's he, he clearly trust him, shows a lot of trust in him. Yep. not trust any of his receivers, and so that's going to lead to a huge opportunity share. Uh, and sure. I see that uh, leading to Waller putting up some monster numbers this year so he'll definitely be my number four player for the week uh, for and sure. rounding rounding out my top five I gotta give it up and I, once again I don't know if this is gonna last all season I highly doubt it uh, but just for week one top former uh, Elijah Mitchell from, uh, from the 49ers that mm. was impressive yeah. That was impressive. Went undrafted yeah. in pretty much 99.9% of leagues.
1: <laughs> pretty C- much.
0: Came out of nowhere. Everyone either put all their eggs into the Mostert basket <laughs> or the Trey Sermon basket. Yep. Yep. And man, this dude Mitchell came out of absolutely nowhere and just shocked everyone and yep. ended up being the number one waiver wire pickup for everybody this week.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yep. So, man, that was impressive. Uh, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's him. Shanahan and the 49ers, they have an amazing system. And honestly, I think you could put almost anyone back there and they would perform great. Uh, But he's the one with the opportunity. So he's the one I'm going to roll with for my number five player for the week.
1: I I totally agree. And and now that we're on the topic of fantasy, like, um, just for people listening, like, waiver wire is where you win your leagues as well, too. Like, it's not always the draft. No. Um, like, because people get injured constantly during the season, and it's the waiver wire that you know that helps you win your leagues a lot of the times. Picking up the Absolutely. right people, and like a lot of these big time players were based off waiver wire pickups because years ago, um, because of breakouts. I remember I got Waller off of waiver wire. And me doing my (laughs) research and finding out that, you know, this is before Darren Waller was Darren Waller. Mm -hmm. And he just started taking off. And I think it was like two years ago I picked him up and he was the best thing for me since then. Everybody wanted to try to give me top trades. And um, I picked him up and I I never regretted it. And um, I made it to the championship game and lost. But uh, that's, you know... That's all good. It's a great point, though. Um, but, yeah, so this, those those situations like that is – those win your leagues all the time. Make sure you get on the waiver wire and be in line for those players. Um, but I'm going to go into my top five. In my top five, I'm going to go number one um, – this, this could be a biased pick, but I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. Uh, mm-hmm. Amari Cooper, I mean, boy. And I have Amari Cooper, too, in my mm-hmm. league. And um, I have a very strong team. I just um, didn't get what I needed out of my quarterback <laughs> this year. I mean, last week. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? This week one, And um, because I didn't mention anything about my team. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did lose this week. I know Corey said something about him winning, uh. So it's all good, you know. I, I ain't got no shame in my game, man. Yeah, no uh, no you know I'm saying, you know, I can be a man and admit that I took a L this week. It's all good, but I ain't taking the L too much longer.
0: it's, one. it's all good.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely, I, I love that pick though, because man, <laughs> when, when uh the draft rolled around, I think ninety percent of people, for some reason, were putting. CD Lamb is the number one receiver for the Cowboys. I don't know where yeah. this mindset came from.
1: I don't, I don't know, know he had
0: he had a great rookie season, but people forgot Amari is still the man. Like <laughs> so I've like, been doing this for a long wrong? time. And
1: he was on my radar before the draft. He was on my mm-hmm. radar all I have Amari Cooper in a lot of my leagues. Mm-hmm. I don't even look at CD Lamb. CD Lamb is going to be good, mm-hmm. but I'm just like bro, I want Amari Cooper every day of the week. Cause he he he's consistent, consistent and as you can bro. tell, like you know, um, Dak, he was looking his way all the time. Absolutely, he's Absolutely. gonna look his way. We just talked about this with Darren Waller. Like, it's like, yeah, he looked at he had other players uh, at the target, but I mean, his reliable person that he was gonna throw to consistently. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be old reliable. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah, Absolutely. you always have a bunch of new toys, but you're always gonna always go back to all reliable, and um, that's 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 um the person for Dak. Absolutely. So yeah, I picked him.
0: It's and... scary, scary to think of Mari and and Waller were on the same team at one point. Boy, that's scary,
1: man.
0: Crazy, right? That's how you know Derek Carr's trash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what I'm saying. But then they didn't get a chance to. They didn't get a chance to try that out though, because after that they, they traded Amari Cooper so quickly. Yeah.
0: So yeah. they didn't that's even cool. get
1: a chance to see how that was gonna work.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if they had a full season. It might have been maybe because I think no, nah, he a got season trade.
1: Yeah, he was a season yeah. trade. He got yeah, traded. Right. He got traded after game four. Okay. After game four, um, so it was like, (laughs) man, that would have been crazy to see what that would have been like. Um, but yeah, uh, I have number two, number two. It's, um, it's, it's not obvious, but it's just like a for sure thing. And it's Tyreek Hill. Um. Mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill, uh, since we're just talking about top performers, he's just so good, bro. So electrifying. So, I don't know, man. He makes (laughs) something out of nothing all the time. He makes something out of nothing all the time. And it's just, you can't just say, oh, it's just Tyreek Hill and not respect what he does. It's like, nah, bro, like, That's uh, great. Like, that's amazing (laughs) what he does. Like, if you watch the game and if you watch that game and watch the plays that he made that, like, he switched directions for one touchdown to to actually caught it that was behind him, certain plays that he just blew past the defender and just fuck work was amazing. Like, we can't just keep discrediting – I don't think we're discrediting, but like we just gotta pay respect to what's due. Cause um, what he does on the field every week is just impressive, and he's one of those players too that like if you see him on the in, in, at your pick, pick him up. Like <laughs> like first pick, not first pick, but like later round in the first round, like if he pick him up because that's a for sure. 20 point receivers like every week, like he's gonna get you 20 points mm-hmm. at he's one, most.
0: He's, he's one of the few players in the league, <laughs> I can think of him and maybe one or two others, where every time they touch the ball, they're a threat to go 99 yards every time. Like every it doesn't matter time. where he's out on the field, when he catches that ball, he's a threat to score every time.
1: Every time, and I'm and it's like, man, you. You're scared to play against him, but you're happy, you're happy if he's on your team. Mm-hmm. Like he is. Yep. And, um, yeah, man, that's uh, that's Tyreek Hill. Third, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with – Oh, man, third is going to be kind of crazy. I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. Mm. Debo. I'm going to call it Debo. Um, I say Debo for a couple of reasons. Um, For one, a lot of people shut him out this year. Mm -hmm. A lot of people thought that he was too injury prone. Um, He had injury issues. Um, He wasn't going to be able to perform the, the way he did a couple of years ago and with all that he was battling with and, he came out there week one and had 31 points. Having his way. Like, what? I didn't expect that out of Deebo. <laughs> like, no, seriously. I mean, I didn't write him off, but I would love to have him on my squad because like, was, he was one of my players that I was thinking about, but I didn't expect 31-point game. Um. And we say 31 points because we do PPR format. So mm-hmm. PPR, he, he he was 31 points. And that was crazy. He he was clicking on all cylinders with uh Jimmy, Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And um it just looked good, man. He looked good out there. And Absolutely. he he's that was impressive. And I put him at number three based off where he came from and what people were talking about, and to what he showed. And that's that was impressive to me, and I think that was deserving of the number one spot. Um, there,
0: was, there was a lot of talk about Brandon Ayuk this offseason. Exactly. Um, where was he? Like, did he play? I don't, I don't. even think he was at the stadium last week. Matter of fact, he must have missed the bus. That's what you know. It was,
1: you know what's crazy? He yeah. was there, and he was. And he played. Like, like on the field. Like he was on the field. Yeah, he wasn't like passing out popcorn or or like giving out like brochures or free oh. tickets or nothing. He was on the field. Oh oh he was dressed. Like he
0: was like in a game. He was
1: like yes, he was he wasn't like oh. he didn't have like he, he had like regular Jordan cleats on, not like regular Jays. You know oh, he oh, had yeah. a jersey on. It said Iuka in the back. Um I think he was wearing the gold pants just like the rest of his teammates. Oh damn.
0: He had the hot socks.
1: He had the hot socks too. Oh I don't know how I missed that. I don't know how I missed that either. It Jimmy like G missed wasn't... him too. <laughs> it looked like he wasn't there. He had zero points.
0: Zero, zero point zero. He had a
1: goose egg.
0: <laughs> and if you play with two decimal points in your league, he has zero point zero zero. <laughs> just for clarification.
1: This is for clarification. Like, if he could have had negative points, he should have. But <laughs> it was just like, I mean, what happened? I don't even know. I don't know. But that's what everyone was talking about. Oh, get Brandon, not you. And I understand, like, the hype, but I don't try to – I've been in this way too long to buy into hype and what all these experts talk about, and I don't know. They hype players a lot, and we get a lot of definitely – Surprises in week one that we just like, what,
0: <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> not listening to you anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, Debo, Debo, I'm going with him. Uh, number four for me is Adam Thielen, another player that is kind of rode off. Kind of like, oh, let's just get Justin Jefferson. And you'll be good. Uh, Adam Thielen, who? He's not going to get that many touches. <laughs> He's not going to be that. He's not going to be that. Like, okay, has 30 points. First week. Facts. 12. Like, Actual. Bro, come on. Factual. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are these experts? <laughs> because, <laughs> like, because I picked up Adam Thielen a lot, a couple of my other leagues, and yep. like, he, hey man, yeah, y'all, y'all want to keep writing off these players we, if you want to, but you said it time and time again, it's, it's
0: all about target share, that's all it is. And there that's is nobody about. else in uh Minnesota wearing purple other than Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. That's, that's it. it, I don't even that's know it. who the third wide receiver is, I have no <laughs> clue, exactly. no clue, and I don't think they have a tight end on the roster, so literally. Exactly. No other option, bro. It, it just makes total sense.
1: That's what I'm saying. Man. Obviously, they're gonna use Dalvin Cook in the passing game, but it's just like, bro. Just think logically. Irv Smith was is, is um was out of the league for the rest of the season. So like, come on now. Like, let's 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 not forget about Adam Thielen. Like, golly, pisses me off. Um and fifth, I struggled with the fifth one because I've seen some players that had a potential to go five. And it was like uh, I don't know, but I'll give him an honorable mention. I'm gonna go with Jameis Winston.
0: five, my boy,
1: my boy, famous Jameis.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad Grab to talk about
1: that. leg James. Jameis. <laughs> That's what I'm going with for number five. Let's go. Great pick. Everybody all oh, summer. Oh, Taysom Hill should start. Taysom is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I said last year, I even think I said it on this show. And one of these episodes, like, Jameis is going to take them to the promised land. Yep. Now, I won't say promised land, but it's going to make them a better team next year. And um, when they start, because I saw little glimpses when he did get in the game last year with Drew Brees. And, um, (laughs) of course, Jameis just didn't prove me wrong at all. He lived it up. It's week one. But, I mean, let's let's not discredit. A lot of people want to discredit, like, oh, Green Bay wasn't prepared. They ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This is the NFL. Yes. Every week you gotta prepare for like it's your last game. Yes. I, I don't care about none of that. He tortured y'all. Like, I don't care. Don't care. Don't care.
0: Not one. Sorry. Not two. Not three. Not, not three. Not four. Not four.
1: Five
0: tuddies bro. Five.
1: Five hot ones. And they was hot too. It was five hot ones. That's what he gave him. Tongue torch. You know what I'm saying? And like, he, he it, shoot, coach was about to take him out the game. He didn't want to. <laughs> he said, no, nah, I'm going to give him a couple more. I'm going to give him a couple more. Let me, let me cook real quick. They was trying to put Taysom Hill in that thing.
0: Five tutties.
1: Man. Jameis Winston, man. Um, Also another player that I have. He was on my bench. But, I mean, I didn't expect five.
0: Uh, not at all. You know I didn't either. I didn't, I, 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 didn't, didn't ex- either. I
1: didn't expect I knew he was gonna have a decent game, yeah. but I didn't think he, I didn't expect that. I so, would have guessed
0: maybe three three touchdowns and interception. Three touchdowns, one pick. Something like that's that. That's what I
1: was thinking. Yeah. And guess what, y'all? This man had zero interceptions. Zero. No turnovers. Zero turnovers. You're talking about a guy that averaged thirty turnovers in a season, had a career high in turnovers about two years ago, two, three years ago. That's the guy, same guy we're talking about. <laughs> and I said after he get LASIK, what I say, after he get LASIK, boy, that man, that man's gonna be a different
0: player. Yo, that's a fact, bro. I'm, I'm gonna pull up the recording because you've been saying that literally for about three, or four episodes now, <laughs> and it's coming right. to fruition. I need people to know it's coming true. What we, it say, really is. The stuff
1: we say, it's, it's on the... record. It's on record. It's on record. This ain't no, you know, what I'm saying like, nah, this is something that we constantly talk about. And you know, we know what we're talking about a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And we, we got to do the playback on one episode, a couple <laughs> episodes, but uh, you know, um, this is it's that's the guy that I think is, and I think this is not a fluke. Let's just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this is going to be a, a thing, and I think, um Saints did make the right choice, and and they knew what was up. I mean, Taysom Hill is a very impressive quarterback, but he's not he's not what you need. He's not that guy not, not, to not your QB one. No, he's not a QB one. He does too yeah. many things to become a QB one. He's a Switch Army knife, and he's not a QB one pocket passer, and that's what you need to to perform and get to the next level. If you, um,
0: if you go to a restaurant and they serve wings and tacos and pizza and
1: seafood exactly. and pasta and, pasta. I'm gonna tell you, trust and me, shrimp gumbo <laughs> and jambalaya, like, bro, come on. Bro, it's bro. not that good. Trust me. It, <laughs> they're
0: not that good. If you don't have a specialty, you're
1: not that good. Come on, man. You can't be a master in everything. No,
0: you can't. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a person told me one time, you can only be, uh, um, an expert at what you know, and, and that's in your speciality. Mm-hmm. You can't be a you can't be good at everything. No, you know Never what I'm can. saying? Because if you're Never just can. you're just average on everything, and you're not an yeah. expert at nothing. Yeah, <laughs> then exactly. That means that you don't have anything to work with. So, yeah, man, like. We're good with Taysom Hill. Um, But Before we move on, though,
0: just one quick thing. I just want to hear your thoughts real quick, if you have any. But through these last two topics, we talked about the best fantasy players and the top five power-ranking teams. uh And one team I'm really disappointed in that we have not mentioned at all is the Buffalo Bills. Um, I know Josh Allen Mm. was your boy last year was. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Stefan Diggs fan, and yes. we did not mention them one time. I'm just curious. Do you have any any thoughts about that? About their start to the season?
1: Um, it was rough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was rough. Um, I I didn't like the performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they played a very tough defense, so I mm-hmm. get it. But it was rough. It was it was <laughs> it wasn't that great to be honest. From Josh Allen and. Um, even Stefan Diggs, like it was just. Um, that's why I didn't say too much about him because, mm-hmm. excuse me. Normally, when they get these, especially uh, it, it's it's been known, right, mm-hmm. to when players sign their biggest contract, uh, right? Get that bag. They get that bag, and it start to slightly fall off, yeah. like not fall off completely, but fall off. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if that was shown a little bit, but. They played a very good defense. So I I wanted us not, you know, go too crazy about it and see what happens this week. But um yeah, I there was nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> they lost uh they lost to um Pittsburgh Pittsburgh and yeah. I mean yeah, I, really? I wasn't really impressed. Will they bounce back? Because I got Josh Allen
0: on uh, as my starter in my other league, and I'm I'm a nervous owner, and I need I just need to know from uh from from Miss Cleo, will he bounce back?
1: I believe he will bounce back. Okay, I do okay. believe he will bounce back. However, however, uh-huh. um, I don't think that he's gonna have the same year he had last year. Okay. Um, just because, like I said, like he. I've seen him like last year in these positions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like for teams like Pittsburgh, and he still was just like impressive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even if they lost, he was impressive. Like he had the rushing touchdowns, he had the four or five. T- it was a shootout if he lost. Facts. This like this, he had a couple turnovers. It was kind of sloppy. He threw a lot of behind throws. A lot mm-hmm. of this wasn't that great, but. Um, I would say I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't say panic. Mm-hmm. What I would say, you know, what I'm saying as an owner, you this should be moderate of what to expect. Don't expect the same Josh Allen from last year. He's gonna be, he's gonna be good, but he's not gonna be great. I don't think he's gonna be a top three quarterback this year. Mm, that's that's not what I drafted him for. I'm not trying to get it. uh but it. <sighs> Man, it really depends, but we'll see what week two has to say okay. and see if um my thought process changes. Mm-hmm. And um, from my analysis right now, we'll see. Okay. I don't want to get too crazy too soon, Bet. but Bet. he's a good quarterback and he has a lot of potential and we know what he can do. So the ceiling is always high with him and he has the weapons now. So we'll see. Bet. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. No worries. Always, always on to give insight. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I want to mention real quick. Um, Mark Ingram. I got. I got to give it to Mark Ingram. Mm. Um, one of the oldest running backs right now. Uh, I mean, he's not that old, but I mean, he's up there. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's he's up there, and. Um, Everybody was talking about everybody else besides Mark Ingram. And, and he ended up having, like, 25, 28 points. So, that was just an honorable mention. Don't know if it's going to be a consistent thing, but... It won't be. Yeah, he had a... Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I just had to throw him out there. Shout out to Mark Ingram. You know what I'm saying? that's in case you're listening. Big trust. What's up? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man. So... I, I answered this topic, this last topic that we're gonna talk about, um, for a reason because it was a deep topic that I was talking about off the record. And like I was talking with some friends and also my wife, mm-hmm. and we were just discussing about players and their sexual preferences and professional sports, and I had my insight and they had their insight. So I kind of want to get your insight on this topic. And the topic Mm -hmm. is, um, should professional athletes, uh, expose their sexual preferences, um, in the open, like, should they be open about, or should they hide it and why, or shouldn't they, uh, do that? So, um, I know it's a really sensitive topic, but mm-hmm. um, I think that it needs to be talked about. So, yeah, what's what you got to say about that?
0: Yeah, uh, great topic. Great question. Uh, I think my my take might be a little different from some, uh, but number one, and it's kind of a two-part question for me, a two-part answer, but uh, mm-hmm. number one, I uh, absolutely love athletes who are comfortable enough to uh, come out with their sexuality regardless of what it may be. Um. And just, you know, who are comfortable enough to kind of, you know, be in their own skin and uh, come out publicly and be, you know, sometimes be the face of criticism, uh, but sometimes also be the face and, you know, representative of those who may not be comfortable or who may be uncomfortable in their skin, um, whether they're other athletes or just kids sitting at home watching who look up to you. So I definitely admire those who are willing to do that. Uh, But on the flip side, I honestly think that, or I, I wonder why does it matter so much to people in sports? Uh, Because to me, sports are one of the very, very, very few things in life where there's no sexual tension, no sexual energy, no sexual activity that takes place Mm. during a a sporting event. Other than the cheerleaders (laughs) in some (laughs) sports, outside of the cheerleaders, there's like no sexual energy in the air, tension in the air to where sexuality should matter. You know what I mean? Sports are not a sexual activity in in any way. Um, I mean, unless we're talking about uh, laundry football. I mean, other other than that, (laughs) there's literally no sexuality within sports. So why should someone's sexual preference matter as an athlete? I'm on the field to play a game. I'm on the field to represent myself, my team, my family. What on earth does what I do in the bedroom have anything to do with how I play this game? I totally uh, agree. Yeah, absolutely nothing. So that's my stance on it. Honestly, I'm not not gonna go too too long on it because uh, I don't think there's a need to. I think to me, it's short and simple. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Shouldn't matter.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I I totally agree. Um. My my thing was uh. We I don't care what you are. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, these players that are coming out and stuff like uh, most recently, Carl Nassib, um, Mm -hmm. defensive end from the Raiders, came out saying he was gay. His teammates um, accepted it and all that good stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, a lot of times when players come out like that, it doesn't always turn out the greatest. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the times they're either cut or – you know, they just it just backfires on them mm-hmm. and um, for a lot of reasons, because of it may mess up the chemistry, um, doesn't feel players, other players don't feel comfortable. Um, whatever the case may be, because I just feel like if it didn't matter then, before you said it, why would it why would it matter now? Like what, what's the point of being open about it? I get it. I mean, if it's something you feel like you're hiding, something you got to get out and off your chest, ah, cool. And that can be something private within the teammates. Like, hey, y'all, like, it's something I really want to get off my chest and, you know, or whatever the case may be. And this is this is me and this is who I am. And I um, wanted to know if y'all accept it. can very, It can be very intimate. I don't think it had to be, like, so... I gotta make a post. I gotta I gotta make this a topic for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to talk about me because now I'm making a pathway for like no, you're just like because at the end, no one cared before
0: mm-hmm.
1: who you were or what you did. Like you said in the bedroom. Like even if this was an intimate thing, now you're just making it public so that it's okay mm-hmm. to for players or even kids is just be like, Oh, well, this is, this is a thing now. And like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and that's not to say like I'm against it. Cause I'm not, um, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, it's it's all in good moderation. However, I just feel like there's other ways it can be done. Um, I just feel like right now in our sensitive, you know, society that we live in, I just feel like our kids are picking up everything. Right, like picking up everything that they see, everything that they hear, and they're, and just running with it. Like a lot of times, it's not in contents because they don't really understand, but they see it, and they just run with it, and it's like, okay, it's cool. This is fine, and I can do this. And it's like, it's like almost an option. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, at the end of the day, bro, we're playing the sport for everyone to come together. No matter what you are, like you said, in the bedroom, it doesn't matter. Like, we're here for one purpose, And however you want to let it be known, it can be known in a different way. But we're all here for one person. And we don't want to take any distractions um, off of our purpose. And um, which is to win a championship, win an NBA championship, whatever it is on that team, that goal is. So um, that's my take on it. And... uh, yeah, I mean, I
0: guess I will kind of jump in just a little bit and just say that <clears throat> I will say, like, uh, Carl Nassim, for example, since you brought him up, I know he's, he said uh, kind of in the article about uh, him coming out that, you know, he looks forward to the day where this won't even be news. You know, what I mean, to the day where it won't be that big of a deal because someone like him, for example, he didn't do it to make headlines. Yeah, um, but to me, I, I put the blame on media for making it such a big deal um, because right. the day after he comes out it's literally on every every headline right not every even every headline headlines. It's, on, it's on CNN it's on NBC i'm talking about places outside of just espn um, so when you look at the media factor of it i definitely don't blame the athletes for making it a big deal because it's not them uh, and we just look at the numbers right i just did a quick check myself uh let's just look at instagram in particular carl nassib has 300,000 followers correct and I said only three hundred thousand. So him making a post, yeah, three hundred thousand is a lot. Don't get me wrong, but him making I mean, a that's, post yeah, that's about it—that's enough.
1: It's it's
0: it's a lot, but yeah. my point is him making a post about it, and then ESPN posting that on their page, where ESPN yeah. has twenty million followers on Instagram. Correct. And then CNN reposting on their Instagram, they have 15 million followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's really the media that's making these things a bigger deal. So when we get to the point where it's not so newsworthy, where some, you can just post, I mean, the stuff you and I post on our pages, it doesn't get reposted to these pages. <laughs> you know what I mean? So of course, yeah. obviously it's not the individual who's making it a big deal. It's these media outlets who are still making it a big deal. So right. to me, I kind of just want to put more of the blame. Uh, on the media for still making these things such a huge deal. Um, and, you know, to be the first person to do anything, that is a big deal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if we're trying to normalize these things, then the media can't keep reacting the way it does um, if we're trying to get to the point where these things are just more so normal and they're not newsworthy.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I totally agree on that stance. Um, I mean, any professional athlete is, whatever they post, the... The media is gonna take it and run with it, right? No matter how many followers they have, like even if it's a lineman that <laughs> has a hundred k, like they're they're in that realm. So it's literally the media's job to to look at things that are out of the ordinary and post is something to talk about. So that's so it's kind of like. They they know what they're getting themselves into as well too. Like they know this is gonna reach somebody and be on the type of platform, no matter how many followers. But I mean, it is what it is, and and, and I get it though. But but yeah, man. Um, this was really dope. This was really good episode. I think we had Absolutely. a good talk. I appreciate and, getting uh, back to the, to the OG days, you and I. Like I
0: love our guests. <laughs> I love our I love our special guests. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. man, this is how we started, it just brings me back, I can't believe yeah, we've been doing this for yeah. almost two years coming up Man, That's crazy. Man, it's crazy. crazy, I know, right?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes I know, yeah, it's been it's been fun, I'm, I'm yeah. glad the last two, you know, episodes we can just kind of just talk and, you know, speak our minds and yeah. stuff like that So right. it's really been good, um, and we'll probably keep this thing going, see see what's up, but yeah um, sure. This was a good this was a good um, episode for sure. For sure. But yeah, everybody, um, we're closing in with that. And um, please tune in to all platforms on all social media. All so social media. We're gonna be in and out. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Yes, sir. And um, this is another episode from the nosebleeds.